How are you guys doing today? It's the Fourth Liners podcast. This is our fourteenth episode, I think, so far. Um, it's crazy the that podcast. We're I think so. Podcast, yeah. We've done some other videos on YouTube. You should check that out. But uh, first, we want to have a message uh, at the beginning of our podcast. We want to give our condolences. Um, Bryce, you want to set it off there? Yeah. Um, really sad on the Fourth of July. Uh, Matisse Kivlinix, uh passed away after being struck with a firework. Uh, immensely sad. Uh, I can't say enough about how sad it is when, you know, even from a fan's perspective to lose a player in your team, but I can't even imagine what his family, his friends are going through. Um, when I was, uh, when I was really young, I remember, uh, one of my favorite players in the Canucks, uh, was, uh, Luke Bourdon, Bourdon, and, uh, he passed away in a motorcycle accident after his rookie year. So... I, I know the feeling as a fan, but we can never begin to understand as you know his friends and family, what they're to what they're going through right now. Um, horribly sad. Do not mess around with fireworks. Fireworks are something that nobody should take lightly. I see a lot of videos of people doing crazy stuff with fireworks, and it's just it's so dangerous. People lose hands, fingers, and unfortunately, their lives way more often. Than, uh, than, than, than they should be. You know, fireworks are supposed to be a celebratory thing, not something that takes a life. So, Matisse Kivlinix, um, you had a promising career ahead of you, and we're, we're, we're just really sorry. We're really sorry to everybody involved there. That's awful. Yeah, condolences to Matisse's family and friends. Uh, I can't even imagine um, losing a family member or a friend, especially at the age of 24, with a promising NHL career. Um, he played eight games for the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, last season, I'm pretty sure it was. And um, apparently he was a great guy. Everyone loved him. Um, he touched everyone's hearts that he met. And um, our condolences. It was just a tragic accident. Fireworks are no joke. Um, have fun with them, sad. but responsibly. Uh, it's just, you know, it's sad to see an NHL player go. It's very sad for the hockey community. And all our condolences, for sure. Like, so sad. Yeah. Well, uh, anyways, um, moving on, I guess, to the happenings in the NHL. Obviously, the big news, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning have uh, won the Stanley Cup, beating out the Montreal Canadiens in five games. What do you think about that, Jacob? Big rig got his uh, three-peat there. Um, big rig. I know, yeah. he sat on the cup. <laughs> he sat on the cup and broke it. Has to get sent back broke to the Mont- uh, Montreal Canadiens. No, I'm just kidding. He has sent back to Montreal to get repaired. Um Maybe they did that on purpose so they Montreal tease them a little more, you know. Um, <laughs> it's showing them you can't have it's coming right back to us. But maybe Big Rig got a little too tipsy. I mean, a little, a little too comfortable with the cup after its third time handling it. Uh, but congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know it would have been nice to see the underdog Canadians win, but and a Canadian team. They're clearly they're clearly the best team in the league. I don't think any like as oh, annoying no. as it is to see a team dominate. Um, I mean, there's no denying they're the best team in the league. For so, sure. I mean, well-deserved. Like, their team is very stacked. I mean, they have experienced players. They have young, great players on their team. They have one of the they have the, the best goalie, the Smythe winner, Andre Vasilevsky in net. Um, it's really hard to get past him. I mean, kudos to the Montreal Canadiens. What a season. Like, it's something to be proud of, honestly. Like, they probably did at the beginning of the season. Mark Bergevin, uh, he kind of realized his job was on the line, made some moves at the deadline. I guess going into the playoffs, they thought they'd get out in the first round, but turns out they went to the Stanley Cup Finals and 
uh, congratulations to them. I think it was a win for them. They should be very proud of themselves, especially Carey Price. If I if I was a Habs fan, I'd be really thrilled with that. Um, you, you look at that team on paper, and it's not it's not a Stanley Cup contending team. You know, it, it, maybe it's a playoff team, but but really, like there there's so many other teams that have so much more star power, and Montreal managed to overcome that. You know, getting through Vegas and Toronto, and even Winnipeg has I'd say Winnipeg has more star power than Montreal. But um, they, they came together. The chemistry was phenomenal. Their role players did their job, and they got big goals from guys when they needed them. You know, guys like Josh Anderson, Paul Byron, uh, Katni Yemi. I hate that name. I love saying his uh, name. Yeah, Carey Price uh, played out of his mind. He elevated his game. I think he proved that he's still a top three goalie in this league. He just needs he just needs the right stage to show it. And he got it this year, and he did that. So He did. Carey Price is a phenomenal goaltender. And he blames himself. Um, he blamed himself for the the loss, but honestly, he can't do that. I mean, they got shut out. I mean, they got shut out. How, how do you how do you blame your goalie? You can't when shut out. I mean, you it's can't. it's just the the firepower against the young Montreal Canadiens team. I think now in years to come, now this gives them the opportunity to build their team. They already have young players that are evolving, and then maybe some free agents that come in. Who knows what happens next year? Maybe they get another Caulfield chance. Caulfield and Caulfield and Suzuki are are legit. Unreal Those are players. Two very two very legit players who who you know, could be the superstars to propel a team, you know? So Montreal. Whole five foot seven of Cole Caulfield is amazing. It doesn't matter anymore. The size does not matter. Ladies and gentlemen, size does not matter. No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Let's calm down. All right. right. Uh, (laughs) um, But yeah, back to Tampa Bay. So what's next for them? Because they, they the big story was they were 18 million over the cap for these playoffs and i mean fair enough to them and well okay (laughs) we can call it cheating but i remember reading that when um chicago won one of its stanley cups they were five million over the cap so it's happened before but listen to this the team's owners and, and management got together and tampa bay made a motion to ban that loophole to close that loophole really and tampa bay was the only team in the league that motioned for that everybody else said it's not a big deal we're not worried about it well <laughs> guess so what they, happened so they took advantage of it then <laughs> i mean karma you know karma. so exactly i, what I, that I is. can't see that loophole lasting forever uh i definitely think it's gonna get closed with with the amount of noise it made this year i mean to be 18 million dollars over the cap like i can understand like a couple million but like 18 like it's that's kind of insane. 18 million is, is three like very good NHL players. Yeah. Like that's like having, that's like hmm. adding Matthews, Marner and Tavares on your team there. So, well, maybe not at their contracts, but, but you no. know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like adding that caliber, right? It, exactly. You know, you could afford Bo Horvat, David Pasternak and I don't know, Ryan O'Reilly, easily, $18 million. Easily. Easily. Right. Yeah. So with their cap situation now, it's kind of rough for them because the expansion draft's coming up uh, and we actually did a mock draft in a previous video that we uploaded and we talked a little bit about Tampa Check Bay. Check that out. Um, but they have issues because there's a few players on that squad that, that need to go because there are certain players that Tampa Bay needs to protect, uh, mostly that being uh, Cernak, who is a player that they see long-term with their team. Very promising and young defenseman. Cernak is cheap. He's very good. And, and they need guys like that because, you know, they're going to want to make a third run, right? So they're going to want to be able to keep most of the squad together. So some of the names I've heard tossed around is guys on the out. Uh, Tyler Johnson, um, 
Ryan McDonough, who played fantastic in the playoffs, by the way. He was pretty good. And Andre Palat. All three of those guys could potentially be on the out. Uh, I don't think all three will go. Maybe only one or two. I think one of them gets taken in the expansion draft. Um, Ryan or Tyler Johnson. Ryan Johnson. Tyler Johnson. <laughs> probably the guy that goes in the uh, expansion draft, as we covered in the mock. But um, they still need to be able to make moves to be able to protect Cernak. So as it is, Cernak is exposed, I believe. Like I'm pretty sure it's it's still that way right now. It was when we did the mock draft. Yeah. So more more players are, yeah. are it's coming out to like who they're protecting now. I think they're starting to get into that process. Um I do think it'll be the players that you listed, Johnson, Palat, um, McDonough. And you think about it, yes, those are big impact players for their team, but they also could be still they, they have the the guys, the caliber on their team to be a good team still and a Stanley Cup winning team if they lose those guys. Right? And they're gonna give, they're gonna give guys like Cal Foot more minutes too, right? Who you know se- seems to be a very capable player as well. They're, so. they're very well prepared there in Tampa Bay. I have to say, it's not like a Chicago Blackhawks team where they they won three cups or whatever, and then now their team is terrible because of how much cap they were paying players. These guys have young guys that can come up and uh, be impact players as well. Exactly. So guys like Cernak, Calfoot, like they're 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 the real deal. So they can afford to lose a guy like McDonough, which is probably what's going to happen. They're probably going to end up trading McDonough yeah. to be able to protect. He's been Cernak. there for quite a bit too. They've done it for a while. They've had him. Yeah, yeah. And dude, like he's he's really good, man. That was captain of the New York Rangers, and they yeah. have him on like the the second pairing. It's like, yeah, man, they're just that stacked. So yeah, some teams are definitely going to need to make some moves to be yeah. able to protect players they want. Um. Did you want to move on to uh, to Minnesota? Yeah, so uh, Kirill, the dollar bill Kaprasov, is questioning if he's going to sign in um, Minnesota. Uh, like, so they offered him eight, eight, eight by nine. Is that what eight they by him? nine? And he rejected it because he wants a lot more than eight by nine, which is kind of that insane is, to me. That is I think so around eleven million, they kind of he kind of wants to be paid. Um, hmm. I mean, it's not outrageous for his kind of type of player, but he's only played one in season in the NHL. I feel like you can't exactly. do that. Like, uh, like at least bridge deal. Although, yeah. How old is he? Twenty five. I think so. I think he would be turning twenty five, I mean, or he's at least twenty five. See, that's now. that that that's what makes it difficult, right? Because if they bridge deal him, he comes out of that deal at UFA and he can just leave, right? So they want to long term him, but he wants big time dollars, which is just, I think it's really arrogant of players right now to be demanding nine mil plus because of like obviously the financial situation with the salary cap and how yeah. it's not moving and like. Like if you if you want more than nine million dollars, like do you want the Stanley Cup or do you just want to get paid? Like how many players, a lot of Russians, end up rejecting decent contracts from their original teams, and then going to play for a bottom feeder, but for a ton a ton of money, a ton of money. I mean, you could have made that argument with like Bobrovsky, although the Panthers are very good right now, right? He rejected his offer in Columbus. Did they even offer him? I don't know. I might I, I might be totally did. off base here. But I don't I don't but think like, he took it. But like, you know, he goes he goes to Florida and, and takes a ten million dollar a year contract, which is now seriously hampering them because he's not as good as he was. No, he's you aging. Know? That's what happens with goalies, you know. Sometimes they yeah. leave their, their their coaching staff and it really affects them. It messes them up. But, but yeah, it, it, I think it's just silly. It's just so silly to reject a nine million dollars nine million dollars a year. Like it's Minnesota, man. Housing cannot be that expensive. No, it, like, it is pretty silly because I'm reading here that he wants a shorter deal, like exactly what you said, around ten to eleven million dollars. A and bridge deal for ten to eleven million dollars? Yeah. 
And see, I, what? I, I, I can tell why. Because Minnesota, yes, they're a good team right now. But they're also an iffy team. I don't know if they, they'll not be good next year. It's like kind of the Dallas Stars. They were good one year. Now that like they're complete dog shit this year. Um, but you look at Ovechkin. Ovechkin took a kind of a pay cut. He could have got a lot more than he actually has. And he signed for a long-term deal. And like that, that has made success in Washington. But Kaprasov obviously wants the safer option with more money. And he's like, if you're going to keep me on the team, I want to have the option to leave. And I want to have, I want to make money while I'm here. So I don't know if it's a selfish move by Kaprasov or he's just trying to get his worth it, and trying to do whatever's like, best for his I, career. Can I blame him? Like, no, okay, yeah. get your money. Hockey's a very limited career. But at the same time, it's like, it's obvious you don't care about winning the cup. Like, no. guys who want to win the cup take pay cuts. You know, yep, and to be demanding ten or yeah, to be demanding ten or or a million or eleven million dollars, like that's that's ludicrous, dude. Especially with the state the salary cap is in. I mean, ah, it, it's We're so now so now Minnesota. Out. Yeah, honestly, so now Minnesota has bought out uh, Parise and Suter to free up a little bit of money. I don't know how the buyout process Apparently, works for them, but it definitely frees up money. I'm reading here; it, it doesn't mean that there's more money for him because they are gonna have um you know there, once you buy out players there's a fee that you pay every year towards them it's residual so it's all yeah. you're right it's only gonna only be a little bit of cap that they have more to pay to Kaprasov. so so that's more of a move to protect dumba yeah i think so too so it clears up like for the expansion draft so their top defense doesn't get taken i'm surprised they bought out both though like i praise absolutely but Suter's still an effective player yeah praise like, declining but yeah, Suter plays more, like, he's played the most minutes, like, a lot of minutes in the NHL, like, more than other players in the league. And He's like, only, like, two years removed from having the highest average time on ice. Like, Suter's still a good player. Like, dude, you plug Suter into any team's top four, like, it's better. Oh, for sure. I mean, if you can get him at a cheaper contract, too, imagine, like, any it's, team would exactly. benefit off of him. Imagine him next to a Quinn Hughes. They would explode in the NHL. Like, imagine him next to, uh, I don't know, who do the Leafs have that's that's explosive? <laughs> Morgan Riley. Riley, Riley. A perfect defense pair. You know, imagine him next to a Kale McCarr. Imagine him, like, he would be a filthy guy he'd to come pair back up with to your young his, superstar like, offensive defenseman. He'd come back to a state where he was one of the top defense in the league. I think so. Like, or even close to it. I mean, he's he's aging, so that doesn't help him in any, any way, but... I mean, if you give him a nice, young, fast player that's that can explode, still gonna be good. Like he's that still gonna his be play. good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Watch, watch Tampa Bay sign him. Just watch for like a million bucks. He wants a Stanley Cup. He's yeah. gonna go play with Cal Foot. Would you blame <laughs> him? Would you blame him though? No, but <laughs> a lot of guys. I'm do not that. a fan of. I hate. I hate that. I hate. I it hate too. like. I hate like. It's happened. It happens more in the NBA. I, oh, I just hate the way. Sure. A lot of that is conducted but i no i wouldn't blame him but like i'd like to see him on a team that's more fun yeah i, I think so too and like i wouldn't want to see i'm sorry i don't want to see a three-peat i want like a new storyline i want a, a new team to win and there's a lot of new teams emerging that can get there watch them go to vegas vegas takes them up i mean they're they're pretty tight in the cap but um they can free up some cap for him it depends what I, I it all depends what he wants teams, right I could see him going to a lot of teams. I can too. Toronto Maple Leafs. You know? So, Parise, though, 
that's also interesting. I think Parise on a cheap deal on your third line is pretty good. See, the way I kind of think of Parise, you know how like Corey Perry was declining on Anaheim? Look at him now. He's been yeah. in two Stanley Cup finals this past two years outside of Anaheim under cheap, cheap deals. And that could be another... He, Parise could be another Corey Perry. He's not the 30-40 goal scorer that he used to be, but no. like... I, his he's he's smart he's been around he's been he's been at the stanley cup final like i yeah. think he has experience. he's still a legit player like he could play on your third line like i i would like a zach parise on my third line that'd be nice for sure he, he'd add something to any team in the nhl it doesn't matter who it is um, definitely but yeah i'd definitely take them i mean it's it's weird that they both got bought out but at the same time maybe i do understand maybe they're just trying to freshen up their team and get away oh, from yeah. that man yeah for sure i mean i them not like like parise was pretty dog water in the playoffs i seem to recall like he got scratched right yeah i mean they both signed yeah. a 13 year deal yeah you can't you can't be paying how much like 10 mil no it's not it's like no 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 we i we looked this up um um seven it was seven point five four million dollars a year each yeah they both yeah, got the same deal i'm pretty sure yeah, that's a lot of money. So you put Prezi on a $2 million contract for one year at a time. That's fine. Yeah. I'm chill with that. Yeah, Definitely. so am I. I could, see him, I could see him going to a lot of teams. A lot of teams that need maybe a third line center. He's, or is he a wing? I think he's a wing, actually. He is a wing. He can probably play yeah. both. He's kind of a I think yeah. that player that he can play both. I mean, he had 18 points this year in 45 games. That's that's not an average Zach Prezi, like kind of play that he he's shown in the past but he is getting older i guess that's showing uh, but he's a plus seven and so and suitors a plus nine too so it doesn't it doesn't mean that they're not yeah. contributing to the team i think they could be if they have maybe a change of scenery can definitely yeah. help a team out Suter plays um at least 22 minutes a game or even higher right like um mm-hmm. that's a lot for a player especially a def- well i mean def- defense play a little more but um to have that kind of guy on your team i think does um push you closer to a stanley cup yeah uh, pre- the prize sutter thing in minnesota obviously didn't work out because when, when they went there it was supposed to be like a super team yep and it just it just was never that and no um, they never as made soon it as they got far. there they were they were as soon as they got there especially parise was worse yeah just right off the bat like well that happens sometimes right? and, and they never then minnesota is one of those teams man that can just never get superstars which is why it makes me so sad to see Kirill you know do, pulling yeah. this crap the calder winning because like i was excited for minnesota i like minnesota i love their uniforms state. i think it's a great state i think it's a great for hockey to have have a, you know the wild there like i i want them to be successful i like the wild like it sucks yeah i'm a fan of them too i don't know what it is I, like, maybe i like their jerseys too um they're pretty they're pretty nasty their jerseys but um but yeah that's like the style that they played this year especially the playoffs i thought it was rooting for them against vegas a little bit uh oh dude yeah definitely like they kind of came in as an underdog but yeah but like i think they were like a cool kind of team i like zuccarello as well i mean kaprasov i mean like i like dumba all those guys on the team they're they're pretty they have pretty like hidden gems on their team so i mean i don't know maybe they add some guys freeing up these spots uh and it helps them with the expansion draft so maybe it was a good move for them they're gonna have to pay a little bit of fees um every year for them being like a they still have four years left on their contract, right? So yeah, I'm not sure how it scales down, but like, not sure either. They definitely, they're definitely paying some money for the next few years for sure. But I um, think Bill Guerin has really kind of changed that team around. They actually extended 
Joel Erickson Eck, which he's kind of emerging as well. Bro, that was that was a weird extension though. It's weird. It like eight years. Eight years, but around five mil. So they got a cheap contract. I mean, I guess he, I guess he's just happy to he's just happy to be there. I don't know. Erickson Eck strikes me as the type of player who maybe could fall off suddenly and disappear forever. Yeah, maybe. So maybe he maybe he maybe he was like, I can get my money now. You know? He, he kind of reminds me of like a Nugent Hopkins. I mean, there's a lot of hype around him, but uh, as he gets older, I mean, he's not as like hyped at. Uh, like, he, no, no, no one's really excited for him, but like, he's still a decent he's good. player. Yeah, and he'll take he's a good. pay. He'll take lower pay, and it's just it's gonna have a guy like that. That's a good deal. That it's is a good, good deal, deal for him. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. Um, Pekka Rene that... retires after 13 seasons. Uh, Bro, I love Pekka Rene. He I was one of my too. favorite players for a long time. Well, Pekka Rene, such a good goalie. Like he was picked in the seventh, ninth, or I think it was the seventh round. I don't know how long ago, like how many rounds there was that long ago, but he he's put up the numbers. He's won the Vesna Trophy. Has had a great career. He didn't get that Stanley Cup, unfortunately, but I think he maybe kind of realized that he wanted to stay in Nashville. He I don't think he wanted to leave. I think that's where he played his whole career, and that's where he wanted to end it um so maybe having uh i don't i guess they're i guess asker i wouldn't be in the uh talks for the expansion draft but maybe they're thinking they wouldn't have taken that they would have given like exposed him um so he's like they would have exposed him yeah yeah Yeah. he has some i I read his whole article in the i read his article in the players tribute which was it was really nice but but the consensus was that like he he knew that that they were going to protect saros and not him yeah and like i don't think he would have been taken no. But um, but I think he just knew it was time because Saros was was outplaying him. Um, and I mean Rene, up until really recently, was still like an elite goalie. It's only been the last couple of years that he's yeah. fallen off. Even to the but end, he won the Vesna in like 2018. Yeah, didn't he? 2018, he won the Vesna. Well, in 2017, he went to the Stanley Cup Finals. So exactly, exactly. Like he's he was so good later on in his career. So he so, he was a yeah man eighth I, I round pick, number 258. Yeah, great Got a letter in the mail. <laughs> yeah, that's how he found out he was drafted. I think so, man. Well, great career though, Pekarene. Like, congratulations, buddy. Like, I, I would love to have Pekarene on, on my team, and I guess he was a good prime Pekarene. I'll take prime Pekarene any day. Oh yeah, and he was a good influence, uh, like good role model for Jesse Saros. Saros, a fellow yeah. Finn, you know. They're they're really close. Yeah. They, they um, groomed him, but he's 38. That's kind think, of do you think he do you think retire. he gets Hall of Fame? Do you think he gets Hall of Fame? It's a question. I mean, you look at other guys. I, I think like I don't know how he many Vesna Stanley winners Cup. don't get into the Hall of Fame. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know if his resume has it. Like maybe he does, but there's a lot of other guys to consider, right? That are like kind of yeah. a similar age to him. I think I, a I guy think like Flurry is kind of similar to him, but Flurry has got a lot. Uh, three Stanley Cups on his belt. Oh, I th- I think Flurry's an absolute Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure, no question. I just think you yeah. compare them, and I think I'd rather put Flurry in. I mean, maybe eventually, maybe he does. I don't know. He's a questionable. Well, his his jersey's gonna get retired. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's he his jersey should be retired in Nashville. That's no question. Um, he's won a King Clancy. Um, he's won a Vesna. He's he's done pretty well in his career. I don't know. And he's played once. He's only played on one NHL team. That's pretty impressive as well. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he makes Hall of Fame. No. Um. Nah, I think the Hall of Fame is a little bit more strict for goalies. Like it's a lot easier to get in as a as a skater. I, I, I think. Yeah. 
But uh, for goalies, man, you have to be, like, so cut above the rest. And, like, Rene was fantastic and very good. But, like, he, he never put up wah numbers, Brodeur numbers, price numbers. Yeah. Like, oh, no. But you know, like, he was still a great goaltender. He was, never, he was but... never that far ahead. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I think Pekka Rene is one of the greatest of this era. For sure. But I don't – I think he I, – I just think he slips just below the Hall of Fame. I don't think he gets in. No. Unfortunately, I mean, like – I hope I wish like a lot more players were inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame, but I get it's like maybe it's an honor that only a few get to have, and I mean he's a good consideration. I'd say that. Yeah, no, he loves Nashville. His number's gonna get retired there. I mean, if I, I if I were him, I'd be satisfied with that. I mean, Finns, Finnish Finnish players, and and I find that Finnish athletes a lot of the time aren't really that keen on the spotlight. No. Um, so I, I think, I think he'll be very satisfied with just being able to celebrate his Jersey being retired in Nashville. I don't think he, I don't think he cares. I don't think he needs the hall of fame. I'd love that. I'd love to have my number retired. I think that that'd be a proud moment for me. Right. So dude, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, um, big trade. Just... Yeah. I was just about to say <laughs> how, how, how relieved were you when you found out he wasn't going to the Canucks? <laughs> Jim Benning didn't oh, go after boy. a high cap defenseman again. <laughs> Yeah, I could envision the press conference now, dude. Uh, Duncan Keith, we think, uh, brings a fantastic uh, we add, amount of presence and veteran presence in our locker room. We, and, we uh, add two more million dollars on his contract just because we like uh, him. You know, uh, we, we feel like he deserves that money. <laughs> and uh, he's going to look great next to Quinn Hughes. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, we're really excited to bring Duncan. He's a, he's a BC kid, you know? Uh just get out of my face, Jim. Get out of my face right now. Thank God he went to Edmonton. Thank you, Ken Holland. So should I announce like the kind of the trade what happened? So like, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> we kind of went into like the Canucks. Sorry, thing. I went I mean, off on a, I went off on a, on a tangent there. Jim Benning. Um, yeah. So Duncan Keith got traded to the Edmonton Oilers for the um, for Caleb Jones, a promising top four defenseman, I would say, and a conditional 2022. Uh, draft pick and minor leaguer Tim Soderland. I think that's how you say his name. Soderland. Um, okay. What do you think, Rice? What do you think about this trade for the Edmonton Oilers? It, it, like, okay, like Duncan Keith maybe could still be effective. Chicago fans would tell you otherwise. But, like, to not get any of his cap retained. That's kind of ridiculous. How do you not get anything? You gave up a, a top prospect <clears throat> and a decent pick. How is how do they not retain at least one point five? Like that's I don't get it, dude. I, I sometimes I really don't understand. And look, I might be proven wrong. Duncan Keith could go into Edmonton and play maybe a top four role and be a really good you know influence on the the younger guys there. Edmonton already has good defense. You know he might yeah. not even get top four. He might play top six. But to pay that much for a guy in your top six, yeah. ugh, I don't know. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this trade. I, I'm thinking about it. You, you okay? You think about Duncan Keith and forget about his declining years. He's won three Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks. Um, he's won the Conn Smythe Trophy. He was um, he won the Norris Defenseman uh, Norris Trophy in 2010 and 2014. He has been uh, named twice to, for the NHL First All Star Team 2010 and 2014. So those are his best years. I mean, he has a great resume, but man, he's 38 and his average pay is 5.53 million. 
and he's declining, why wouldn't you try to get maybe at least a million dollars less than that on an Edmonton Oilers team that has Connor McDavid? Is he is he the highest play, paid player in the NHL right now? I think he is. I, I mean, Kirill would like to change that, but Kirill yeah. would love to change that. But I don't know if it made sense because you can go for a guy named Seth Jones, probably get a little more. You could go for money. Ryan Suter. Ryan Suter. You could go for Ryan Suter. For even cheaper. Why are you getting Duncan Keith? I don't know what they were thinking here. I mean, I get it. He's his resume is amazing, but he's not the same player as he was when he was young. He's thirty eight. He turns thirty eight uh, on Friday. Bro, Duncan Keith in his prime, one of the greatest. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer. He is a He's Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. One of the greatest. He he was named to the wasn't he named to the top 100 NHL players? Yes. Wasn't he? Yes. Yes. Like we know Duncan Keith is excellent, Ken Holland. Like everybody knows he in his peak, you there wasn't much better. But now, like bro, listen to what Blackhawks fans are saying about him. Just go on Reddit and just read what they say about Duncan Keith. It's <laughs> it's bad. He hurts them. He hurts them every night because he's just he's he's gone. He's, he's too old. He's gone. And I'm, look, maybe on a league minimum contract, you could bring in a guy like Duncan Keith for for some veteran leadership and get some games out of him. But like to still be paying him the full amount of money for, for like, I don't get how you don't get any of that retained. Like and and to give up a very good prospect and a decent pick for it too. Like what? There's no way there was a bidding war. Duncan Keith wanted to go to, to Northwestern Canada, right? So there's three teams there. Calgary, Vancouver, Edmonton. I don't think Calgary would have been bidding on him because they're probably already biting their nails at how expensive Chris Tanev's going to be when he Oof. starts to age. I, I sincerely hope that Jim Benning was not in on that because if he was in on that, I have lost all faith in the Canucks organization. There's very little he probably left, He probably was intrigued but, by it, knowing him and I his mean, resume. Do your due diligence and make the call, but like – to seriously like consider i don't know man for edmonton to do that 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 cap money like you don't know when you're gonna need it like it oh here's the thing too here's the thing too so i'm bringing up seth jones again because who did who got traded to chicago his brother caleb jones and does chicago have money yeah they do they just gave up five billion dollars with duncan keith now do they have money to, to sign Seth Jones and have a bro- brother tandem in Chicago? And that oh, lures God. him to Chicago because his brother's there? Why wouldn't you want to go play oh, there? Oh, God. Chicago's going to be nasty. And they finesse the Edmonton Oilers and Ken Holland. And Ken Holland's going to be shaking his head. Maybe this actually, who knows? Maybe this turns out to bite Chicago in the ass and Edmonton goes and wins the Stanley Cup with Duncan Keith because he's a Stanley Cup winner. It's about... The money. It is about the money. I'm not saying Duncan Keith is a useless NHL player at this point in his career. Because he's not. Like, I'm sure in a limited role in the top six, you could use Duncan Keith. Maybe if you need to bring him up to the second pairing with an injury, he could probably still do that. But, like, he hurts the Chicago Blackhawks when he's on the ice. Yeah. You, you, you can read that anywhere. And for Edmonton to give up so much and not get a, a penny retained on that i don't even know why they're making that move i don't even know why they're making that move they have nurse clef bomb barry assuming that he re-signs chris russell like um um ethan bear like why why are they doing that i i, I that that's not what they need 
They need forwards. The McDavid still doesn't have a reliable winger. Like, they need forwards. I don't know why you're spending that money on Duncan Keith. Let's be real. Let's be real. I don't they get need, it. They need everything. They need goaltender too, goaltending, too. I mean, they no, have Mike, Mike Smith. Smith is perfect. Well, they have Mike Smith, but they, they can upgrade him. I feel like they upgraded him. No. <laughs> you, you're no. Mike Smith fan, eh? I'm a big Mike Smith fan. I like him, That's too. That's the best I like puck handling too. goalie in the NHL. As long as Mike Smith is playing, I will root for that man. <laughs> that guy is that guy. I love that guy. What about Freddie going to Edmonton? Oh, I don't even like Freddie. I think Freddie's a bit of a dud. I mean, he was good at like I, I guess you could say his prime, but I, I mean, I feel like he's gonna go to a different team. Different He'll topic. Go to another team and be good. Different He'll topic. Good. Um, but yeah, I, I just don't know. I, I feel like this is unnecessary for Edmonton to make. They could have got a better deal for Caleb Jones if they were going to give him up. I, Duncan Keith asked for this trade, too. It's not like they just traded him. Um, so maybe they're just trying to find a team to trade him because he really wanted out of there. Bro, there's good free agents this year, too. There is. Like, Edmonton, you could have used that money to get a forward. To play. Uh, like, who's a free agent? I don't even. I, I can't even think right now. Who could Edmonton have signed instead of Duncan Keith? Um, Alex, Alex Ovechkin. No, just kidding. Yeah, that's one upcoming free agents free agents let's go through this list of things that edmonton could have spent its money on oh oh, i gotta sneeze i thought it was a yawn no okay ovechkin obviously not gets left now taylor hall will he'll resign dougie hamilton ryan Suter. i mean if you want a defenseman that's probably the guy yep line a Oh, there Henrik you go. Zetterberg. <laughs> <laughs> Henrik Zetterberg. Henrik Zetterberg. Comes out of the retirement to play for the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Oh, what am I looking at here? Uh, Bushnevich, Fiala, Verana, Brady Kachuk. He's an RFA, probably. Wenberg, Batherson, Comtois, Saad, Svechnikov. He'll be an RFA. Cop. I mean, Cop would look good against McDa- on McDavid's line. Bro, there's Zach Hyman. There's so many good Jordan Cairo, Paul Stastny. Like, this goes on, on man. This goes on. Elias Pettersson. Ooh, no, don't say that. <laughs> they offer him an offer sheet. Takes it. I mean, they, dude, if, if they what say scumbag money, would, bro. Man, they say money with Hopkins. Man, we keep talking. <laughs> if you offer me. sheet an RFA, you're a scumbag. Yeah, man. Remember when the Montreal Canadiens did that with Sebastian Ajo? Can you imagine? Carolina just treated it as a joke. Which Can they should imagine, have. though? Oh, that'd be... Man, it would be, they'd be won the Stanley Cup. They got him. <laughs> they, Aho would have looked real good in the finals. I'll tell you that oh, right yeah. now. Actually, here's a guy Edmonton probably could have had. Zach Hyman. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's leaving Toronto, mm-hmm. but, man, he's a he's a player that would contribute to that team. I mean... Andrew Kopp? Yeah. Kyle Palmieri is probably on the market. Schwartz probably gonna be on the market probably. Brennan Sad, man. You could you could put Brennan Sad next to McDavid and so many different players that they could have. There's so many options that they've just limited themselves to. Why would he do that? I mean Chicago's laughing right now. You have McDavid as your top line center, bro. I would I would be up all night just dreaming of of the combinations of players I could put on McDavid's line. But no, man, let's get a 38-year-old top six defenseman who's worth freaking five million six million dollars a year and just screw ourselves that's fine 
insane. I don't even know why I'm mad, dude. As a Canucks fan, I should be happy. Right? Like, uh-huh. like we're. I don't care about the Edmonton Oilers at all. Like that. I mean, that's nice as a Leaf fan just seeing that, but I don't get it. Like it just it blows my mind that that trade actually happened. I I'd make I, a better trade in franchise mode than that. I'd retain all his all of his cap and take him over. But or at least, at least wait if you wanted Duncan Keith. At least wait. Or like a player like him, wait till free agency and you'll find a bunch of those guys there. Ryan Suter. Yeah, ex- exactly that huh. guy. They, maybe they should have waited a few more days and then they would have ha- they would have found Ryan Suter. Oh. Ken Holland forgot about free agency. Yeah, he didn't know that it was happening this year. Got canceled because of COVID. He was thinking. But uh, well, it'll be it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. Um, it was announced that they're. They're aiming for an 82-game season next year, which is very hopeful. I mean, that's awesome to see. Nice. I, mean, I would love that. You kind of see players um, exceed more uh, just so they can perform, um, put up more points. I mean, we saw, like, Matthews win the Rocket Richard, but who would have known if the season went on to 82 games and someone could have caught up to him easily? But I think he deserved that. But just saying, it's going to be nice to see an 82-game season and the regular playoffs and everything probably the same divisions are going to be back in order and it's going to be nice to see that i think i agree i agree for sure for sure um what else do we got we got about 10 minutes left brandon carlo signs a six-year deal um making 24.6 million dollars in, in the term of uh, the long term six-year deal 4.1 on average it's a pretty good contract, man. Boston's really good at getting guys to sign under. Man, and they, they want to play there because they believe in they can win a Stanley Cup. I mean, 4.1, he's he's only 24. Imagine what he's going to be like in a few years, too. Yeah, he, he he's a really good defensive defenseman, and it just continues the Boston trend, dude, of getting guys to sign well under market value. Like, they just, they just want to be there. It must be a great organization to play for. Like, not only, like, for the chance to win the Cup, but, like, Bruins must treat their players really well. Yeah, they must. And, like... Honestly, I feel like they're a tight knit group there. I think Taylor Hall will resign in, in the other. Kevin Miller just retired from the NHL 33. I think that's because of injury, though. Um, he was. He, How much he, money does that take off? Um, I think he was. He had two, no. I don't know. I don't know. How, I think he was a low contract. I don't think it was a lot, but he was a. He yeah, was a, one one point two five. He was 1. a key 5. player on that team, and he was not even like a top defenseman in the league. So yeah, I mean. Like yeah, the Boston Bruins always will have that nice decor, um, even though Char is not there. Uh, they got Carlo Lazon. Lazon is coming, coming up and trying to play in the, in the, in the lineup as well. They have McAvoy. Yeah, exactly. They have. They, they always that, have that. I, wait, how do you score. say his name? Greslick. Greslick. Grislicek, I think. No, that can't be Grislicek. right. Grislicek. I swear, I've heard that name before. Greslick. Greslick. Whatever. Screw Boston. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Screw Boston. Who cares about the Bruins, bro? I don't give a crap about no Bruins. Man, stupid Bears. Bruins haven't existed since 2011 for me. Yeah, exactly. I refuse to acknowledge they, they even, they're even a team. Is that when they won the Cup? Don't talk about that. Oh. Oh, yeah. Who did they face again? You know exactly who they faced against. You know what? I can't, you I can't talk. I can't talk. Because they, they faced Toronto many times in the first round. It didn't end up well for us, so... I'll, yeah, I'll shut up. Not now. even in a final either. So no, no, they lost a a, a four game advantage or whatever. They what round? What round was that? <laughs> uh, conference finals, you know. No, no, no. What 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 round was that? 
First round exit every year. All right. First round exit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna Sorry ask for what, the what the previous what round, what round that was as well. That was also round one. Huh? That's yeah. crazy. That's yeah. wild, bro. Sad times. I didn't know that. Sad times for Toronto. You know what? Maybe maybe the Canucks and the Leafs will face each other in the in the finals next year. Who knows? Um, I would. Oh God! I, I imagine that would be like a double whammy for me because I know the Canucks would find a way to blow it, and then it would. I would have to listen to Leaf fans talk to me about it. That would be awesome. That would. It be wouldn't awesome. be. <laughs> that would be. That imagine that'd be insane. That would never happen. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of restricted free agents this year. Um, you know what's weird? Sam Bennett's a restricted free agent. If, I feel like he's been in the league for so many years. I feel like he's 30 years old, but he's uh, he's only 25. Dude, he's only. He's only eighteen. Oh yeah, eighteen. Yeah, I forgot. He hasn't. He doesn't age. He's only eighteen. He's like that um, Benjamin Button, whatever that movie. He doesn't age, or like he goes oh. back to a baby. Ages backwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tyler Bertuzzi. It's interesting that the RFAs are weird because like nobody really has the money to offer sheet any of these guys. <laughs> so is they're just gonna accept a contract with their team or sit out for a while? Like, I hate when they an sit RFA. Out. I don't think I don't think Line goes back to Columbus. Do you? No, I feel like if they, someone offers him an offer sheet, he'll take it, and if, especially if it's more money, definitely. Take I think it. they'll trade him. I think they'll trade him. He has value to trade, so I mean, tons. He has. He's I been mean, a disappointment. He's been a disappointment to me. Right, he scored Line. Yeah, man. Like his like career this is, season was bad, but he was playing on a dog water Columbus. Team. Yeah, but his his career has gone downhill. Even on Winnipeg, like yeah, he started off decent but i just don't think he has um that mentality to be a champion in the nhl i think he's very um his attitude's not the greatest um i mean if you put into all those factors you compare austin matthews to him who would you rather have well matthews yeah right and then they were pretty close together in the draft who went after him was, was that the boy was matthews then line a yeah then who went after line a dubois yeah guy who got traded for so yeah and then after dubois it was uh pulia harvey yeah and then it was you old levy i think jeez that's, that's a rough that's rough actually but something like that something like that. something like that um i got faith in you old levy he'll be fine i yeah you know what he might break out that happens he's another ryan pulak that's another and we can Hopefully talk about he plays that this year the the islanders defense man They've, they they're an up and coming, eh? Scott well, Mayfield Pulak emerged this year is like a top two. Like Pul- Ryan oh, Pulak yeah. now, we all know is a top two defenseman. Like, I thought he was gonna be a bust, Pel- but he ended up he's ending up showing himself. You know, he's Pel- Pelic showed up too. Yeah, he he's nasty. Apparently, he's gonna be making uh, quite a bit of cash too. They're kind of, I think they announced that they're trying to shop Nick Letty, which yeah, I think he has about like five million five million dollars on his contract each year. Nick Letty's pretty good, but he is with good. the current cap situation, man, five million is a lot of money for an aging defenseman. To, uh, defenseman too, so yeah. I, I Nick Letty's good though. I like their defense core there. I mean, got them far in the playoffs. I'm I'm pretty sure that was one of the biggest reasons that they were in the far in the playoffs. But Islanders are a sick team. I hope they're successful. I like the Islanders. Me too. Um, they should pick up this Henrik Zetterberg kid on free agency. <laughs> man, if Henrik Zetterberg came back, didn't he retire because he just couldn't skate like his back injuries? I don't think he's ever officially retired. Really? They're just, he's just there? No. He's still on... Crazy. That is crazy. I think there's a lot of guys like that. But Yeah. 
All right, it's been 45 minutes-ish. Are you, uh, how are you feeling? Feeling like we got everything covered? I feel good. I feel like maybe we should talk, like, finish off with the Stanley Cup Finals a little bit more. Um, we called in the last podcast that uh, they were going to Game 7, so we were way wrong. After they lost no, that third... No, 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 wait, hold on. We called that. I then. said Game 7 with my heart. But Tampa oh, in five oh, with my head. So I was That's wrong. what I said. I was wrong. That's what I said. I was right. You were right. Okay, let's say that. Bryce was right. Jacob was wrong. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I mean, I maybe in my heart, my heart influenced my brain that, that I wanted them to go to game seven. But after the, the, losing that third game, going down three nothing, you just knew that we're gonna, they were going to win one game and then bring it back to Tampa and then just party, party hard with the Stanley Cup and then break it and send it back to Montreal. Pat Maroon's fat ass sat on it, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know how they put babies in it? They you put see Pat that, Maroon you see that guy it with his shirt off, dude? Like, you see that guy? That, like, I'm not a guy to criticize, like, body shame, but, like, <laughs> he's an NHL player. Man. And he's massive. He doesn't have the condition. He doesn't have to do anything. He just skates around and talks. Hey, you know what? Pat. You know what? You know what weighs him down? His three Stanley Cup rings. Oh, there it is. 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 Call him Big Rig because all that weight on his finger. Exactly. Oh, yeah, there it is, dude. Pat Maroon, you're a legend, dude. Big you're a legend. rig. I love it. Love that nickname. Big rig. Embrace it. Embrace it. Don't break the cup again, but embrace it. Well, dude, if he wins four in a row, I quit hockey. <laughs> the NHL's rigged at that point. I get dude, it, Big Pat Rig? Maroon, <laughs> Pat Maroon is, is is texting Bettman some 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 naughty things, he maybe. Is. He is. I don't know. I don't know. That's crazy, though, man. Three cups in a row? Like, how how many players have done that? I don't even know. I, I Especially not. since he did it on two different teams. Exactly, that's insane too. And also, like, like be, also being on the same team and doing it for two years—that's pretty impressive as well. So well, he lucked out, man. He did. He signed with the right team. Yep, for not a lot of money. Yeah, on a but, cheap uh, contract. I mean, the Leafs. That, the Leafs that, that money will buy him. a lot of Bud Lights. That money will buy a lot of Bud Lights. Bud Light sponsored Nikita Kucherov. Man, he—you he, see—not not body shaming too, but he doesn't really have abs or anything, but. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like all these guys were a little bit bloated because they probably been drinking nothing. So beer much beer, so much beer. Yeah. So I don't blame them. No, I don't either. All right. Uh, they're not in peak form. <laughs> all right. <laughs> not at all. All right. Okay. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening uh, to this episode. It was a lot of fun. Uh, make sure you check out our mock draft. It's actually a really good video, and our team ends up pretty sick. So uh, it's the video that we uploaded previous to this one. Uh, we really appreciate everybody's support. The channel's growing slowly but steadily, so we're really happy with that, and we love doing this. So uh, 64 let us subs. know what you guys think in the comments. Yeah, 64 subs. Let us know what you guys think in the comments. Yeah. Uh, share your opinion. Like we said, we love your guys' opinion. Love to interact with you guys. Follow us on all social media. It's all linked in our, our bio on the banner as well. Um, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the mock draft. It was a lot of fun making that, and that team is actually nasty. Might do something with that on franchise mode, but we'll see what the future to come. And um, that made sense at all. I, my grammar is pretty bad, but um, it was nice to talk to you, Bryce, about the the crazy NHL right now. But let's see what else happens. I'm sure a lot of other trades oh, are going to happen. Summer's going to be nuts. It's a crazy. Summer's it's going to be, be a crazy week for the NHL coming up. So everything's happening. Yeah, very exciting. Okay, uh, thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Peace, guys.